It's the Hedonistic Way podcast. It's a way of life. It tastes like freedom. It's the most divine microcosm. Mind blowing. It's a revolution. Heart wide open. Liberated love. It's liberated love. Conscious conversations. Conscious conversations. The exhilarated expansion of self. Whatever you like. All I, All I know is it, is it feels, feels amazing. amazing. It's the most decadent way. It's the most decadent way to live life. Intimate and intuitive conversations with epic humans who are disrupting the status quo and living a life with stereo untypical success. Hello and welcome to the Hedonistic Way at Midday Show. I am Renee Main and welcome to this week's episode. I am truly just so honoured to share this brilliant man with you. He is both out of this world and beyond this world, but such a vital part of this world. You never know what is going to escape his lips He is a brilliant mind and incredibly gifted in the space of spirituality, seeing the unseen, knowing the unknown and coming from a place of absolute love and certainty. I'm going to welcome the amazing Carl Camden Birchwood. Hello. Hang on. We've got to make some adjustments here. This is crazy. I'm great. I can hardly hear you. Can you turn the sound up? Hang on. Oh, far out. Hello, I need the sound turn up. <laughs> she said, hello, beautiful woman. Hi. <laughs> we finally got there. Can you see me? Got there. I can see you. I can hear you. We are all systems go. Welcome. Wow, wow. <laughs> all systems go. It's been incredible trying to get up. I, I need to rest it somewhere though, because if I go out of focus, there. There we okay. go. Beautiful, That's better. beautiful, beautiful. Welcome Thanks to my to Claire. Show. And I want to say thank you so much to the viewers who were ever so patient during that, probably what was really flat um, airtime. So thank you for everybody's patience. We just got a beautiful question from the beautiful Marie. She says, there have been, um, sorry, there is heaps of resistance and scepticism around at the moment regards any topic that pushes boundaries and belief systems. It seems to be, it seems to be way more pronounced the last few weeks. Is there an upping of people putting up walls and barriers more than before brilliant question it is um i'll answer it in two ways the first part is there's a if you understand the planet we have a collective consciousness so everybody's thought projections go into a collective format depending on pretty much your beliefs pretty much your emotions
bit of a hiccup, so to speak, with others who aren't too happy with those who are coming into a self-knowing. And so what's happening at in their center point or unusual shifts. That helps her. I don't want to go too far into the bigger scale, so to speak, because we could probably get taken off the air. But it's easier to put it that way. If she wants to know more, she can talk to me privately and I can probably tell her a lot more. Absolutely. What is it, you know, that's, uh, there's a couple of things now. I want to talk about, you said something there, two words that actually just really intrigued me there, Carl, and that was self-knowing. Can you please explain more about that? Okay. If you understand the way we have gone as a society and as a, as a human race, over the last 12,000 years, we've basically been in what they used to call the Pisces Age. And we've come out of that and we're merging into what they know as the Aquarian age, like the hippies used to sing, the age of Aquarius. And what's happening now is we're going from a carbon state mind awareness into an inner structure awareness from the center point of ourselves, which is our heart center. So in a sense, the divineness of who we are is starting to pour into us a lot more than it ever did. And that's tending to push our links between the emotional body and the mental body away so that our heart can start talking to both of them and start guiding them. And that's what's happening to humans. I so feel that. And Leanne has got a question here. Carl, that says, does Carl agree that we are all exactly where we are supposed to be or can we make choices that will push us off course, that we are not able to fulfil the purpose we agreed to do with our current incarnation? Brilliant question, okay. Leanne. I love yeah, it this is. question. Um, I will, uh, I'll look at answering it in two sections. The first part, if you just read that first part again, she wants to know basically, it's easier to do it this way. As a collective person, when you come in here and you've got your collective faculties, your information around you, so to speak, you come in here pretty much with an idea of what you want to do to align with your soul agenda. Now, your soul agenda could be anything from your last journeys, I need to rectify a particular thing I didn't finish in that incarnation. Or it could be, I want to find self-love, I want to find trust, self-trust, those type of things. You don't normally throw yourself off course unless you make choices that aren't based on your truth. And because of that, most people who aren't tuning into their center are, but are still here in their minds, they often get led off onto journeys. I call it putting out bushfires. Because what happens is as the bushfire merges through a forest, it throws out spot fires. And that's pretty much what happens to humans. They're on their journey. They see their fire energy coming through and they're on the right course. But then they get tempted. Mind and they lead themselves down pathways and then look at it and go, what the hell did I do? If you tune into your heart, you'll always get a pure knowing. 
but most people in their journeys so far that I've met have forgotten how to listen to the heart and they listen too much to the mind and then they listen to the triggers of the emotions and it makes it difficult to be able to find the way to get away from Yeah, and you start making the changes, and yeah, you can change your timeline anytime you want. So, but as you say, then there is, I think that that, you know, I just got this feeling of it really ties into what you were saying about Marie's question before is that when it comes, when you tune into your heart, then there is no wrong path, you know. Correct. I think we're exactly where we're meant to be. Do you think that then, um, what do I want to ask about that? Um, let's talk about current incarnations. So, because I feel like we, yes, we Yes, we, you know, we come in with our, our soul had an agenda as to what it wants to accomplish in this in this lifetime, and in to do to, in doing that, we need to experience certain things that will allow us to wake up, and then there's there's layers, you know, obviously, you know, kind of within that, and. You know, you talk about like Aquarius and coming back into the heart space and, you know, us being able to, would it be, I know there's a question in there, I just don't know exactly what it is. <laughs> it's, um, would it be, you know, because something that Leanne says, you know, so we are not able to fulfill the purpose we agreed. Now, I kind of feel like, how we think our purpose should look, our purpose and our life should look, can be very different to our soul's agenda. What What are your thoughts on that? A purpose. Uh, you've just the sound broken up a little bit there. Mm. Yes. What I have always felt within me being the wake. But to find that it's not about the purpose, it's about what am I aligning with in me? Because, see, your gender as a soul coming in doesn't really matter to the soul being in your oversoul state of what you're going to live. 
because your solar state's looking for the highest expression of expansion. And so no matter what life deals you, you often will, when you transfer out, get a life book knowing by when you look at your life book after you've left this journey and you go, oh my gosh, I did actually accomplish what I did, but I did it in a different way to what I had programmed myself to do. So not necessarily are you going to go down a pathway that at the time might seem right out of character to you, but it's actually the benefit of that journey that's actually helping you evolve so quickly. Yes, and that's, yes, exactly, absolutely. And that's, you know, something that, um, you know, that I'm really playing with at the moment, Carl, is that, you know, like for a long time we would see, you know, some of our amazing leaders in this space still get cancer, still pass away, still have these dis-ease and, you know, no one is exempt from that. And for a while there, it was really, it's like, well, they've done something wrong and they're not doing the work and how did they, they, they've got something to clear, fix, heal, you know, you know, and um, I really don't think that that is right, you know, Um, and that's, and Ricky Jane Adams would say, well, what happens if them getting cancer is, you know, the highest thing that they could, highest expansion that they could choose right now. It's because they're so awake or, you know, because it's just a belief, right? The thing to also remember is that as as we are evolving beings with, well, the first thing I like to people to understand is this. You're not just a human being you're much, much more on multiple levels of density. And that means energy, frequencies, conscious awareness, Mm. all those different levels. So you're just not coming into an earth plane just to be a human being living an organic experience. You're living much more than that because you're tying in your spirituality with your organic expression and again, and I get this a lot, people talk it's in their true love so it's not about what i've done it's where i am in the moment doing it for me yes that's all that matters then you can project forward Absolutely, absolutely. And that's, you know, that word is really thrown around a lot, is so much. And, you know, oh, well, karma will get them and, you know, karma's a bitch and all of these things. And I just want to scream and say karma is not about punishment. Like karma is actually just your feeling state. Like karma can be good. Karma is just what you're putting out there to the world. That's what karma is. I look at karma as just being another title given. If if you really want to look at anything like this so-called, and I, I'm getting messages daily about people saying there's people over the planet saying, I'll remove your karma for $10,000, $25, whatever amount of money. Mm. And I say to them, well, that, that's a bit sad because no one can remove your own karma. You, you're going to balance your karma anyway, so why spend the money? 
when you can do it yourself for nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Karma is just balancing the negative or positive energy of your life experiences. And if in your true state of knowing, which is your heart center, you know within your soul center whether you need to make an adjustment this way or an adjustment that way. Absolutely. And you'll right. always and align into with, that place of heart and joy. Yeah. And you'll always end up aligning with the frequencies that are matching you in the current state. Yeah. So if you change your state of yeah. consciousness and you change the frequency vibration of you away from a negative, well, then you're going to meet up with a positive flow. If you're going to go negative, you're going to go with a negative flow. It's, it's not. The source life itself of the universe is very simple. But on the human plane, we've made it too complicated. And in making it complicated, we've lost the core foundation of what life experience is about. And that's expanding the exploration so we can ascend in our awareness and wisdom. Absolutely. Absolutely. And with that, I love what you said before about your organic expression. Like that just gives me a massive heart on that, even those two words. Um, (laughs) So, you know, when we talk about your soul agenda and or purpose or whatever, whatever term you want to use is I just kind of felt like when you were talking then you know, I think really is our soul's agenda in this incarnation, is it just to embody and integrate and align our organic expression with our spirit body and mind body and physical body? Like is that what our soul agenda would be or is there more that a mission that we need to accomplish? Well, there's... there's there's a lot of different structures in what you've just said, Renee. The first thing you've got to be aware of is certain individuals like me were, were sent here to fulfill an office of calling or to carry out something to help humanity. Others come here to evolve their own species line from, say, an extraterrestrial journey. Others come here in their expansion as a soul to explore the consciousness of the organic planes because of the high sensory perception structure we have here. All of it is all valuable to each individual soul because it's the oversoul multi-construct of yourself that's both the female and the male that gains the journey, then passes it on through as you evolve to your soul family. So it is a massive collective teaching school of incredible wisdom and knowledge that we can do very quickly. Example, if I took you on a journey back to Arcturus, one of the planets I've been on many times, for me to evolve on that planet in the life journey I've had, I think I'm nearly 60 in this in this plane, I couldn't do what I've done in this short span on Arcturus. The only time I would have completed a journey like this would have taken me close to Earth time 12,000 years. So if you take it into contra- contrast like that, that we as a human species, thanks to the splice DNA we've got in us that is extraterrestrial, we can evolve so quickly spiritually and organically in a way that far supersedes many other extraterrestrial species out there that I meet with daily. And it's mm. and they are amazed with the human construct that we would take our soul experience and go so deep into such a dense, dense construct 
and yet evolve so vastly. We're very special beings. Yeah. Mm. Oh, abs- I absolutely, absolutely agree. There's two questions that I have that come up for me in that is what does what does the role of pleasure have within our experience right now? Oh boy, that's a great question. Um, what what's been deceived on this planet is is the context of pleasure has been taken and blown right out of portion to keep control of humanity. You are allowed to pleasure yourself. You're allowed to have pleasure. You're allowed to find pleasure. You're allowed to go into pleasure. What you've got to remember, you have a body designed with so many senses to give you pleasure, but we've had a society slowly pushed into a format that takes us away from being able to do that. When you take yourself into pleasure, you heighten your frequencies dramatically. Now, if we went right back in time to even... Lemurians used to talk teach a certain form of pleasure technique that would heighten the male and female to a point where they could create instantly manifested stuff, whatever they chose. Mm. Because you've got to remember, pleasure is not about a quick, in this world, the horrible term, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am stuff. It's about making sure that you enjoy each other and learn and grow with each other and understand each other. Because as you heighten each other, the female will heighten the male, the male will heighten the female. As you heighten, your actual heightening increases, as you know, the chemicals we have in us and also creates a vortex of connection to pure source because your vibration shoots into the fifth realm or the fifth density. That allows you then to pull onto this plane stuff you would not normally have the ability to reach for because the pitch of your frequency has not been at that level. But when you do pleasure yourself and you do it with the right agenda and intentions, the world no longer is the limit. It goes way beyond that. It brings about true inner connected love. It brings about true creation. It brings about true calling of souls. It's, It's just a vast powerhouse. And that's why they shut it down so long ago is because they knew very well if humanity got hold of that powerhouse and if we go back a very short time in our period of history when the hippies were around and they were going joy and love and happiness until they were introduced mm-hmm. to LSD, we nearly changed the world. Yes. But certain controllers yes. didn't want that, so they yeah. knocked us out. Well, that's always been history. As we get to the point where we're about to unfold like that and open up like a lotus blossom, other ones don't like it because we gain our power back. So I would say to everybody out there, go have fun and enjoy yourselves because you're allowed to. Yes, exactly. Absolutely. The other question I had or thought that just come up before, when you were talking about, you know, about everything, well, everything that you've said prior to now is, I had this conversation because it's, you know, I really want to honour the role that we all play. As much as we are a part of something so much bigger and we carry from different planets and lifetimes and everything else is that, you know, like my mum, I was just having a conversation with mum and 
she said to me, well, Renee, I just want you to make the decision. And it was, a, we were talking about a very big decision. And, um, and I said, but mum, it has to be your decision. Like I actually can't make this, I can't make this decision for you, you know. So what I want to ask you then in that is, what is our honouring in our soul contracts? To what? Towards people, other ones, family members, those type of things? Towards, I don't know, like, I don't know, I want to ask, what is, what is my question? Um, I want to ask what our what our responsibility is, like in terms of self-responsibility. Um, but then how can we also guide people as well who aren't necessarily awake? You know, it's that feeling of, but I, this decision's too hard, so you, can you make this for me? Okay. What um, can we oh. do as a conscious awake being to help them? Okay, live your truth and guide them. See, by living your truth, you live in your inner state. The thing to remember, if you really want to get to know yourself, you've got to go within yourself. You can't find yourself out looking around the space. You can't find yourself looking for God. You can't find yourself anywhere unless you go within to find you first. Then you can make decisions for yourself where you want to take your life journey and your exploration of experience. When it comes to others... It's better to go towards them and then live your truth and then guide them when you can because they're on their own journey. And what I see in this world is we try and step in too much and tend to say, oh, I'm going to carry you. You're not here to carry anybody except yourself. Yeah. You're here to guide right. others when you can. Exactly. And contracts and agreements and all that yes. will come and go no matter who you are. But you never come and go when you're in your center because you always have the inner guidance system showing you the way that will help others around you when they need it. Yeah. And look, yeah. the true Absolutely. divine love source inside you helps you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Is there something that we can do then to avoid suffering at the end? <laughs> uh, what's suffering my dear what's suffering think about it that's a that's an that's an idea or construct from a human format what is suffering in the truest sense of suffering is there really any suffering yes we interpret pain and all that type of stuff as suffering but that's only on this plane when you leave this plane you don't have that type of construct so somebody going through cancer if you see them, they fight to the end. At the time they're going through it, you hardly ever know that they're going through the pain they're going through because they get on and live life to its ultimate max to the very end because they're not curtailed to what if, what if. It's about, well, if I've got this, then I'm going to go all the way and we're going to live it as best I can all the way. Now, that's the power of the human will. That's the power of source flow coming through the divine soul into the divine being on the planet, touching the heart and saying, look, 
This is a journey of expansion and you're going to grow from it so big. I always say, if you're going to look at yourself, look at the journey and look at the gifts you've got from your journey. No matter whether they look bad or not, there's always a gift in it. And you learn so much from those yes. gifts. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm, definitely. definitely. Um, I don't... I. I personally don't look at suffering as being suffering. I mean, I've gone through some pretty profound experiences, as you know, and not once could I say I suffered. Yet in the human psyche, you would say, oh, my God, being burnt alive in oil? Oh, hell, that's so painful. Well, actually, it wasn't. I felt pain instantly, and then I was out of my body. So how can I say that was such a horrific thing? Because when you cross over, there's no such thing as horrific. It's an interpretation. No, and that's definitely what if what if they're not in their free will and not in the space of love towards the end um what if they're not there yet what would be your opinion on that and thoughts in that well you you're gonna find me push the boundaries now (laughs) um everybody has free will everybody will go into their own journey experience as they go through whatever they're going through um, I would not ever judge anybody against anything like that because everybody's individual course is their individual course and we all gain from it. And you've always got your soul family around you. No matter what you think, whether you think you're alone or not, you always have soul family around you there to help you, waiting for you to ask. The problem with humanity is they don't ask. And then you don't allow enough. You ask and then you don't allow. And it's pretty hard for being, especially ones like me who come here to help and we want to help you and you ask for the help and then you close the door on us and we can't help you because our frequencies are so high, we can't reach you because you go and close the door. And I can give you an example closely to Claire and I's family who are Greek. They they want me to help them and they give me these ideas of their past loved ones and they want to make contact with, with their past loved ones and yet, they ask, can you get in contact with my brother? Can you get in contact with my sister? Well, yeah, but you can do the same, but you just don't listen because you don't open yourself to listen. Mm-hmm. And it all comes back to your heart. You listen within your heart and you'll know. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Leanne has a question here. Are we always going to transition back to spirit? at our designated time, or can we sometime be taken before our time? If so, is it usually through malevolent means or interference from, from humans? Uh, from beings, okay. sorry. Yep. Your journeys are already pre-diagnosed by you or pre-planned by you. But yes, you can have what I would call mishaps where other entities or other beings or other constructs of consciousness have got involved. The percentage on our planet is about 15% of the full populace that are actually getting hijacked, as you call it. But the rest of them do make choices and do merge down pathways that will lead into those experiences. Example, some people might go and have a car crash to get out of here and and end their journey that way. Do you turn around and say that was pre-planned? Well, sometimes it is and sometimes it isn't. It's sometimes a co-creative experience, my phone just moved, between that person that you agree with in another lifetime you don't realize you agreed to. 
And in that experience, you bumped each other into yeah. a position where you could have an evolved experience. So a lot of those things happen on this plane as well. There's also the um, return of balancing your own energy frequency of past life journeys where you carry out, say, what we would call an atrocity, say, 300, 400, 500 years ago, and you have an experience here that bumps you out and you've balanced up your scales, so to speak. So it, it's very hard to say, did that person plan that time out? Um, to leave because that's a false suicide others will go because they chose it it's down to the end there can you hear me yes i can hear you I? yes yep. yeah okay yeah it's down to each individual and their journey and most pretty much 95 to 96 percent of the human populace incarnated here have their own journey lines lined up from the very lowest end as we call it to the very highest end and no one's and i'm going to put a statement out there that might offend people but if it does i'm sorry but no one is guilty of a crime in the sense that everything they do in their life journey is part of their learning experience even when we don't understand it Just say that again for me, please. Okay, everyone's not guilty of a crime in their life journey because we don't know what they're exploring. Okay, but we always tend to make a judgment of ourselves of what we think they should be guilty of. Now, you got to people. I've asked, I've been asked this question many, many times. Do you see evil on this planet? Well, what is your interpretation of evil? For I have never seen anybody evil. I've seen evil acts, yes, but I've never seen anybody in their heart truly evil. There's something that's caused them to become like that. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So then if that, like, we've got no control in terms of what we signed up for, right, or how we exit this, this life, so what can we do right now? to surrender and honour the unknowing of it all. Okay, that's quite simple. You've got to learn to stay in your present now. The present now is being truly centred in your heart centre so that you can see behind you and in front of you. See, everybody says, and I get this often, Carl, what's my future? Well, you're asking me the biggest question ever because I can't look at you and say, this is your line of future because you, the possibilities in front of you are so vast. Which one do you want me to choose for you? So it's very hard to really read somebody's future properly and say, this is your journey outcome because we individually change it all the time, which means then yeah. if that's the case, then in the now moment, you are changing your dimensional journey every single moment you think, feel, and tune into your heart. Exactly. Entered and flow from the moment, not from what you perceive it to be, and then line up with what you really want. Yes. And let it flow in. 
and how can we line it up with what we really want? Well, look at the passion inside yourselves. What really makes you passionate? What is making me passionate about? Absolutely. And I just really, I really want to honour you in that moment. And I can see, Shelley, I know what I, this, this is your jam and I know you'll be feeling this big time is. Yes. Can you hear me? Am I frozen? Am I back? Can you hear me, Carl? Cool. Um, you know, is, is that moment to moment we get to choose and, you know, and that is what I love about, that is what I love about pleasure and hedonism because it activates that inside of us and, um, you know, and then it opens us up this vessel or this vortex that it's easy to access your passion once we come from a place of, you know, once we're open, open to receive, right? And it's like once we, you know, for me, it's, um, you know, yeah, like, it, I don't know, it's just taking the lid off our pleasure. It makes it easy to access, you know, better thoughts, you know, um, you know, and our passion and our curiosity and our joy and all of those things because we allow it in um a few people are saying that this oh yeah so it's yes it's carl oh it's carl that's dropping out they just said um marie okay. says that oh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> marie says that a lot of it keeps on dropping dropping off especially when you start speaking incredible truth <laughs> and that i'm sorry <laughs> We need to get together and have a group meeting. It does, it does. For me, it does, I'm afraid. It happens with yeah, beings like it me. It happens a lot, like, yeah, yeah, it happens mm. a lot on the show. And I do think that, you know, we get to speak to such incredible people and can we have conversations that people don't have in their everyday life and they're so powerful. Fuck, they're actually, it's really simple, isn't it? Like, it's not, it's not hard at all. But, um, but yeah, so da, da, da. Oh, they're just saying about, so I'm making sure I haven't missed a question. So, but I don't think I have. Carl, I want to ask you, what is turning you on at the moment? <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Um, you are. <laughs> because the inter-sharing of the intersharing of our spirits and our love. That's the biggest turn on for anybody. 
is because when you're in that heart space with each other, you feel one with each other. It's the most glorious feeling to feel. So thank you, Renee. I'm really honoured. Yeah. Mm, my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I refer to being in my heart space as it makes my heart sing. It's a heart song. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, Marie. So true. Um, yeah, it is. And that's, you know, and I think that if anyone's got anything from this show and our chat now is, is it really is the importance of coming back into, into our heart space. And, um, I want to ask you, what would be three things that you would want people to take away right now, what you think is divinely, what people need to know right now? We're talking about moment to moment. What, what three things would you say to, to these people to help them in this moment right now? Okay, find your center point, find your heart and accept, then trust yourself and then let go of the emotions that are based on your fear, guilt, shames and your guilts and, your, and especially the betrayal feelings because they're of a construct of this plane only. They're not who you really are as a soul. And if you can let go of those, yes. yeah. you're already on your way to finding yourself and then and the third thing, let go and trust the universe. So allow it in. When you ask for something, step back and say, universe, bring it on and let me enjoy the ride. Don't ask and then shut the yeah. door. Yes. Yeah. And, the, and that's a big one. That's a big one. Keep mm. that door open. <laughs> yeah. Most people I see so much, and it, it, it saddens my heart, is they ask out of the passions that they have and then they go and close the doors and then they come to me and say, I asked for this and it never happened. Well, sweetie, it never happened because when you ask, allow yourself to know that I'm allowed to have this. It's one of the great laws of light. So you are of light, so use it. Yes. And what would, what would, is there something physically or emotionally or a way that, because I think we're now, we're right good at asking, we're very good at asking, you know, we're very good at setting intentions, but as you say, what we're not necessarily good at is allowing ourselves. So, so what would you recommend that people can do to keep that door of allowance open? You're going to laugh at this one. <laughs> Ask, breathe deep, take a pause in the breath before you let it out. And as you let it out, imagine the universe which holds you back from receiving. Yeah. Yeah. Breath is very important. When you ask, remember you asking from a frequency. When you utter something, your frequency is coming out to the universe. And you've got to realize if I'm asking, I'm uttering a frequency out, 
then the same frequency will respond back because we live in a negative, positive flow universe. So if you ask, it's going to come back whether you like it or not. So remember to breathe it in and it will come to you straight away. And then your heart will go, hi, there it is, and you'll know straight away. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's, you know, something that I used to, you know, breath is very important. Shelly's watching and I know she's big on breath as well. And it's something for a long time where I would hate going to workshops and they would say, let out an audible sigh or make sound. And it's like, oh, like, why do we have to, uh, yeah. <laughs> but I have discovered it is actually really, really powerful because we're giving that deep breath, we're giving it a voice and that's fucking important because we shut off our voice and we keep silent. So even just allowances every deep breath and letting that out is, for me, it's just an extra honouring of all that is so I think, yeah, that is really important. And, um, yeah, I encourage everyone to take, start some deep, deep breaths and deep breathing and, and give that baby a sound too because it is amazing. Mm. Carl, thank you so much for coming welcome, on the show Lydia. today. I really appreciate it. You know how much I love you and respect you and... Yeah, and um, I'm so grateful that you are in my world and I just really want you to know that because you and Claire, we've known each other for a long time now and we have been through such a massive journey together and um, you are a brilliant mind and man and soul and everything in between and such a beautiful alignment and I encourage everybody to um, to connect with your brilliance and um and you so thank you so much for being you and showing up as you are completely unafraid of what people think or feel or how crazy friggin out there you know the things that you say you don't care and you come from a place of absolute love and acceptance for all people and um yeah Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome, my dear. It's been an honour. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank it's you. It's been a great time. Um, guys, if you've got any other questions for Carl, um, feel free to come back in and pop them in the comments. And I know that Carl would love to come back and um, help answer them for you. Um, and I'll put his details below so you can continue to... Um, connect with Carl as well but thank you so much for everybody watching and thank you so much to you Carl for such a beautiful conversation thanks oh, Renee yeah. I've had a ball thank you see you soon thank you so much for tuning in to this epic conversation I'm Renee Main and I am over and out for now. However, we can continue this conversation on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash hedonistic queen, or jump onto the website reneemain.com.au and you can explore what your own hedonistic way might look like.